Welcome to Excel Radio with Dr. Nick Zarowski, where we talk with world-class entrepreneurs, executives, and health experts who have unlocked the secrets to Excel Health and performance. Hi, and welcome to Excel Radio. This is your host and high-performance expert, Dr. Nick Zarowski. In this episode, we are going to be discussing how to become superhuman utilizing superfoods. We also have my wife, Ashley, here, who is the author of the best-selling cookbook, Heal Yourself Cookbook. And she's going to be going through these different superfoods with us and just discussing how you can use them and implement them into your life. Welcome to the show, Ashley. Hey, yeah, I'm really excited to be here. In America, a lot of our population is overfed but undernourished. So this is a really important topic, um, and I'm really excited to dive into it with you. Yeah, and I think it's an important topic too, just because the average person is eating a lot of junk food, or maybe let's just say eating foods that don't really offer a good amount of nutritional quality. So Mm -hmm. what a superfood is, is a nutrient powerhouse. Um, the, the food is just packed with uh, antioxidants, polyphenols, vitamins, and minerals. And so when you eat these foods, they offer so much more to your body. They offer, it's, it's just such a better fuel source for your body. And so, you know, it kind of comes back to the analogy of if you have a car and let's say your car, you have, you. let's say you're driving a Ferrari, okay, a really, really nice sports car. Are you going to put the low-end um, cheap fuel into your car? No, you're not going to put the same, car, you're not going to put the same fuel into that car that you're going to put into your Honda Civic. And chances are, if you have a Ferrari, you also don't own a Honda Civic. But <laughs> let's just, for, for um, you know, this example here, you're not going to put the cheap fuel into your Ferrari, you're going to put the high end, uh, high grade fuel into your Ferrari. And so you really should treat your body like the Ferrari, not the, not the Honda Civic. You should always really be putting the best fuel sources into your body and not, uh, not something that's not going to serve you well. I mean, I know it's just all too often that the average person, the average individual, they're on their way to work, they're grabbing a bagel or they're just you know, stopping in the Starbucks or um, a coffee shop and grabbing some little pastry. Mm-hmm. And it just, it really sets you up for a day of no energy, a day of um, fatigue, and really no mental clarity as well. So if you're, if you're treating your body like the Ferrari and grabbing those good nutrient-dense foods, even right off the bat in the morning, um, you're going to have a better day. Mm-hmm. You're going to have more energy because there are dead foods and there are live foods. And so, you know, uh, a bagel, for instance, doesn't offer a lot of nutritional uh, quality versus, um, let's say, uh, superfoods such as kale it has a lot of nutritional uh, value there. So, you know, you, you're going to get so much more energy out of the live food that is packed with nutrients versus the dead food. Right. So, what he means by that is that when you start cooking foods, you're really killing some of the nutrients that are there. A lot of people, they'll buy a microwavable um, vegetables because it's simple and easy. So um, say microwavable uh, broccoli and um, green beans, you can get them in a steamable bag and throw them in the microwave and cook them. Well, 
what you're doing in that process is you're really killing all of the nutrients that are there. Even if you are steaming um, vegetables, that's obviously the better way to cook them. But by consuming them raw, you're going to get much more bioavailable nutrients in the food itself versus the cooked um the cooked portion there so yeah and i'm by no means a raw foodist i'm I'm not the type of person who believes that every every bit of food that you eat should be raw Um, but like you mentioned you know it's pretty common for people to bring a food to the office that they're going to throw into the microwave and they're going to zap it and um you know she kind of mentioned it there but the microwave actually just destroys the nutrient nutritional quality of food for instance like in broccoli broccoli is one of the superfoods we're going to be talking about today but when you put that in the microwave it's killing over 90 percent of the cancer fighting agents that are in broccoli so you're really doing your body a disservice by consuming microwaved broccoli so to just uh elaborate a little further on what you're talking about he was talking about what kind of fuel you're putting in your body to really make your lamborghini or your sports car run efficiently and effectively well if you want your body to run efficiently and effectively you have to put in the proper nutrients and the proper ingredients into your body Um, food is your body's fuel source so if you want to maximize your brain function if you want to have clarity of thought if you want to have creative thought if you want to have lasting energy and not being relying on stimulants all day if you want to feel good all day long then you really need to um, balance your blood sugar levels and when we start our day a lot of times we're overwhelming our body with the you know, sugary coffee, the donuts, the bagels, things like that. And then we really just continue this process all throughout the day and we're having sugary or um, foods high in simple sugars like white carbohydrates like bread and pastas all day long. And then this blood sugar is going up and down all day long on this roller coaster. And you really aren't able to balance your hormones, think clearly, lose weight, um, and and feel good on a daily basis. So this is kind of the, um, I guess, rat race that Americans are stuck in is we're in a bad cycle. We really want to break that cycle. And by introducing superfoods into your body, not only are you going to um, help balance that blood sugar, decrease inflammation, and skyrocket your brain function, you're also, you're really going to be maximizing your overall potential, your nutrient availability in your body, and allow your body to just really be superhuman. So that's what today's about. Right. So treat your body like a Ferrari. Put in the high quality fuel for it. And realize that this, these exact foods that you're eating is what your body is using to regenerate and to build cells. Um, I mean, we all know the obvious here, but uh, you know, we don't we don't drink blood to generate blood in our body. We don't eat hair to generate hair, right? Our bodies have to generate hair and new cells and blood and and strong bones based off of what we're eating. So, you know, it kind of comes down to, do you want to have a body built off of a Twinkie or do you want to have your body built off of superfoods? So let's jump into these superfoods. And, you know, I know that one of the ones we were going to talk about is coffee. And I think we should probably start with coffee because for me, systematically, it makes sense. You know, people start their day and we were kind of talking about starting your day right. And so, um, you know, let's talk about the coffee and how to start your day right with coffee. Sure. Coffee is actually one of the uh, number one sources of antioxidants in the standard American diet. Um, it's actually, it's loaded with antibiotic or I'm sorry, antioxidants rather. And antioxidants 
are very good for fighting free radical damage in your body. So reducing oxidative stress, which we're exposed to on a daily basis. Right. Absolutely. And and so that's necessary in order to really uh, be able to thrive and and, um, kill off the inflammation in your body. And so the other thing when it comes to coffee that you can utilize in order to make it a superfood is you can use the MCT oil. Um, and, and put some MCT oil in it. It's a um, medium chain triglycerides, which are just like really awesome in order to um, help boost the fat content that you're consuming right off uh, the bat in the morning. We always talk about increasing fat content because our bodies have, um, and our, our nervous system is made up of uh, 70% plus fat. So our body needs fat in order to function properly, including your brain. And so you can put some MCT oil in it. You can put some grass fed butter in it. Um, you can, um, you can, you can uh, in, instead of using uh, sugar, if you're a type of person who puts sugar in your coffee, you can use stevia. You can put a little bit of xylitol in it. So you can you know, change some of these things around from the traditional Starbucks coffee that really is just uh, – uh, it's not really offering you a whole lot. You can, you can make some of these switches and make your coffee a superfood in the morning. Mm-hmm. Some people like cinnamon in there. We'll talk about cinnamon in a little bit and how great yeah. that is for your body. Make sure that when you're choosing your coffee, you're looking for an organic uh, an organic coffee. And if you are going to take it a step further, low acidic coffee is going to be better for your stomach, especially if you're drinking that on an empty stomach. Right. Um, so those are some things to keep in mind. Keep in mind of that organic simply because we want to avoid the pesticides and toxins that are in traditional coffee. Like you don't want to have something that you're heating up in uh, to a hot temperature and then drinking it and it has a bunch of toxins in it. That's not going to do anybody any good. And then lastly, um, you know, we typically, you know, I typically suggest uh, about eight ounces per day for people to drink coffee. You don't want to be overdoing it. You know, a coffee in the morning with loaded with all these good fats is definitely a great thing. And, and, and um, you know, but you don't want to be doing this type of thing where, Uh, you're fatigued in the middle of the day, so you're grabbing coffee number two, and then at night you're grabbing coffee number three because that leads to adrenal fatigue. And people who are already... um, are already having a problem with adrenal fatigue, it's going to lead to some more serious issues such as high blood pressure and so forth. People are making that their breakfast in many cases. They're having the coffee with loaded with good fats in the morning. That's their breakfast. And then they're catching lunch right around 11 o'clock, and, um, which is, which is uh, you know, totally a good thing if, uh, if you do that. So I'm all for that. Okay, so now we have a lot of different superfoods to talk about. So what we're going to do is break them down into categories. And the categories are going to be spices and antioxidants, proteins, vegetables, and fats. And so we'll go into each one of those categories, dive into them, talk about the superfoods within that category, and how you can, uh, just some simple tips on how to utilize it and put it into your life so that you can get the effects of the superfoods and have the energy from them and literally just live a healthier life because of them. Because if you're if you're going to eat superfoods, um, you're going to want to reap the benefits of them and we also talked about the raw foods and how you want to try to eat them raw when possible. 
Um, you know, you think of, a, I always think of like an animal in the wild, like they eat raw food. That's all they ever eat is raw food. And so, you know, as uh, a human, we also need to consume raw foods, not just dead foods. So let's jump into the spices and antioxidants because we just talked about the coffee and you had mentioned, um, you know, cinnamon before and how you could put that in your coffee. And cinnamon is a really, uh, uh, awesome antioxidant that is also a superfood. So let's uh, let's let's talk about how we can utilize cinnamon. Sure. So I put cinnamon on obviously in my coffee occasionally. I I really like it in smoothies. I put it on my sweet potatoes instead of a lot of people put cinnamon and brown sugar. Well, I don't put the brown sugar, but I put the cinnamon on there and it really brings out the flavor of the sweet potato, brings out that natural sweetness. I make homemade applesauce um, or you can buy applesauce and put cinnamon on there. Um, Put cinnamon in your lemonade. You can put cinnamon in a lot of different things and it, it really has a nice flavor. Right. So as you go to work every day, bring a little bottle of cinnamon with you and just sprinkle it on everything. <laughs> it's gonna have it's gonna have some great anti-inflammatory effects. And so cinnamon's a good one. Um, now berries is kind of the obvious, right? We know that berries are loaded with antioxidants, so they make a really good snack throughout mm-hmm. the day. They make a nice uh, they make a nice snack throughout the day, but they also are great for um, smoothies in the morning. We have this big bag that we get from like Costco and it's just an antioxidant blend of berries and and they're frozen. So it's really awesome that you just can take those, throw a handful into a smoothie and um, add a little cinnamon to it as well Mm -hmm. because that's going to be great for a smoothie. And um, it's very quick and and just once again loaded with antioxidants. Mm -hmm, Definitely. And um, when you're thinking about berries, it's important to get them organic because of the fact that they are heavily sprayed. You're eating the outside of the berry itself. So something to keep in mind, buy organic uh, whenever possible. Right. And so another one that's a huge uh, antioxidant and also has a huge anti-inflammatory effect, which is pretty much important for everybody because everybody for the most part has an inflammatory problem in their body to a certain extent if you are unless you're just like a a health junkie Um, so turmeric is a really big one that's uh, awesome and um, you know you can utilize that in capsule form that's one way that you can actually just take it as a and i think the same goes for cinnamon as well you can actually get that as like a supplement but turmeric you get as a supplement but it's great also to mix in with your dishes Mm -hmm. what are some of the different ways you can utilize that that's like quick and easy um i put them on my steamed vegetables um or sauteed um zucchini and summer squash i like the flavor on there um and in curries and things like in more indian dishes they use a lot of turmeric Okay. And next, we're going to talk about chocolate. Chocolate is another one that falls into this category. We love chocolate. Everybody <laughs> loves chocolate, right? So it's high in antioxidants. It is um, enhances the mood, your mood by uh, stimulating the uh, release of dopamine. So it's like a feel-good um, uh, hormone. And so it really... Um, helps in that way. So it helps with your mood. It's an antioxidant. It uh, helps sharpen your mind. Um, And so one of the things that you want to do, once again, is get a nice organic chocolate bar. And one of the ones that we always love is Lily's chocolate bar because it is sweetened with stevia and not sugar. So therefore, Mm -hmm. um, it's going to be a lot better for you. Absolutely. And one thing to keep in mind is when you get a chocolate bar like that, you don't want to eat the whole thing. Um, Chocolate is, is, is very high in antioxidants, but you still want to eat it in moderation. Um, but that's definitely the better blend. Uh, they also make chocolate chips. So if you really want a chocolate chip cookie, that's the way to go. 
right? And then lastly, coffee, but we already covered that. So we're going to move on. So in this spices and antioxidants category, just to give you a recap, we talked about berries, cinnamon, turmeric, chocolate, and coffee. But now we're gonna move into the protein section because it is important to make sure that you're getting the proper amount of protein but also using some really awesome superfood sources of protein. So a lot of people, you know, they either they either don't do enough protein or they do too much protein. And so if you're working out, you got to make sure you're doing enough, you're, you're consuming enough protein. Now, if you're not working out and you're not a real active person, you don't want to consume too much protein. And the reason for that is because that will turn to sugar in your body and it will be stored as fat. So make sure you're consuming the right amount of protein for you. And so some of the great uh, um, superfood protein sources, um, first of all, is almonds. They um, are loaded with fats. They secrete, uh, help you um, stimulate the secretion of growth hormone in your body. And they're loaded with amino acids as well. And um, it's kind of interesting because when I think of almonds, I always think of like, you know, there was this guy that was just like, a, uh, that I knew that was just a serious gym junkie and he would sit down when I was in school and he'd sit down with like this bag of almonds that was like the size of a like a, a book bag just loaded with almonds and like probably like thousands of almonds in every bag and so I always think of like that guy when I think of consuming almonds but they're loaded they're loaded with tons of great things that are going to help you build muscle but um you know loaded with good fats as well mm-hmm, absolutely and um you know one thing you want to keep in mind is in in moderate everything in moderation right so you want to make sure you're getting all of these superfoods so you don't just want to have almonds as your primary source of protein because you can develop like an allergy to them for raw snacking a, a couple handfuls of almonds a few times a week is an awesome thing so you know keeping a bag of raw almonds in your desk to grab instead of grabbing your bag of chips in the vending machine awesome idea um, again you want to choose raw when possible Right, absolutely. And the next one that is is uh, really important is grass-fed beef. I mean, so, you know, there's beef and then there's grass-fed beef. And it really should be like two separate things, two different things, because <laughs> the, chemo- the, the, the uh, makeup of the, the beef from a grass-fed cow and just a, you know, caged-in cow that's just eating corn all day, um, the makeup of that beef is totally different. The the amount of fats that are in it, the ratios in which the fats are in it, and also you know the the um, antibiotics and the hormones yeah. that are in the meat that they're giving the the animal. I mean, they're the cows that are commercially grown. They're all stacked on top of each other. They're getting sick often, so they're constantly needing antibiotics. Um, they give them growth hormones to help them grow faster so they can produce more quickly. Um, it's all a money game. And uh, they're sick. They're eating non-GMO corn. They're not grazing and, and roaming the way that their bodies were intended to. Well, like we said earlier, by putting good things into your body, you're able to perform better because you're putting in the raw um, building blocks that your body needs to express health. Well, why would we consume an animal who has been uh, putting uh, bad fuel into their body? Um, we don't want to eat a sick and dying animal. We want to eat a healthy and thriving animal and animal products. So that's why we're choosing grass-fed. 
Yeah, and some of the ways that I think of consuming grass-fed beef is, you know, for lunch, grab a burger and have a lettuce bun versus a, you know, big, thick, wheat, white bleached flour bun. So you can do it that way. Another way that we like to utilize grass-fed beef in our home is actually make a uh, dehydrated jerky utilizing grass-fed beef, which is an amazing snack throughout the day. You can easily grab a bag of it in the morning and you can kind of snack on it all day for the most part. So those are two great ways to just utilize it like quick and easy on the go. Um, and then last, the last thing that falls into this protein category is the bone broth. And bone broth is, is basically utilizing uh, bones from grass-fed cows and making a broth out of it. You just fill, a, you throw the bones in a pot and you put some spices in with it. You fill it up full of water and you boil the bones. And next thing you know, you, whammo, you got bone broth. And so uh, the bone broth is just, it's great in so many ways. It's considered a superfood because it has so many uh, minerals and and, and vitamins and, and enzymes that are just designed to heal your body and most of all, most importantly, heal your gut. So bone broth is something that we utilize in our house quite a bit. We, you know, we always have a, a big pot of it, uh, um, uh, being made up and then we just, you know, utilize it in soups and, and, uh, just drink it throughout the week. So we always make fresh bone broth. We always have it on hand and whatever we don't use, we freeze, right? Absolutely. You can also make it with chicken bones too. So if you want to have a chicken for dinner, a nice, uh, free range, um, pasture raised chicken, you can, Eat the meat, take all the meat off the bones, put that in your crock pot, load it up with filtered water, about a tablespoon of sea salt, and a da- uh, just like a splash of vinegar, vinegar of choice, and you simmer or you put it on high for four hours and let it simmer for 12. And um, that simmering really brings out all of those minerals, the collagen, the uh, glucosamine, all of those good natural healing compounds out of the out of the bones and into the broth. Um, you know when. You may think chicken noodle soup when you're sick. Um, The reason that people eat chicken noodle soup when they're sick, not Campbell's, but real chicken noodle soup from chicken um, bone broth is because it is a really um, powerful healing food. It's an ancient healing food, and it really helps to boost the immune system. Yeah, absolutely. So that was protein. So um, protein, once again, to recap on that, we talked about almonds, grass-fed beef, and bone broth. So that's a good way to get good proteins, and those are superfood proteins as well. Now let's go into the superfoods of vegetables. And the first one that we really need to talk about is kale, because it's kind of considered like the kingpin of superfood vegetables. Everybody talks, I mean, kale, like probably wasn't even on the map as of like 10 years ago. And now that's all that's talked about when it comes to uh, when it comes to eating superfoods that are vegetables. And the reason for this is there's only 35 calories per serving, 206% of the daily requirements of vitamin A are in a serving, 134% of the uh, requirements for vitamin C, and 684% of the vitamin K, which helps build strong bones and improve vision and digestion. It's packed with calcium, magnesium, vitamin B6, uh, beta carotene, and so it's just loaded with amazing, amazing um uh, uh, vitamins and minerals, and it helps also boost your metabolism. So kale is always considered the kingpin of superfood vegetables. And so, you know, 
when I think of kale and utilizing that throughout the day, I, um, you know, one of the good snacks that you can just grab and take to the workplace with you is the uh, um, kale chips. Uh, kale chips, you can buy them in health food stores. You can also even make them yourself if you own a simple dehydrator or or uh, maybe even make them in the oven, oven as well. Yeah. And so, um, you know, what are some of the ways that you were thinking of utilizing kale? Um, I throw uh, kale in all of my stews and soups for the most part. Um, it's really easy to put in there. Um, and you can also, you know, chop it up nice and fine and put it in some of your salads. Um, it's uh, way more nutrient dense than lettuce. Um, and it, also speaking on lettuce, try to avoid the iceberg lettuce, choose romaine or spinach. Um, those are better options for uh, nutrient-dense lettuces. Right, and when it comes to the kale too, you can throw that in the smoothies. Now, it does have a little bit of a different taste to it as well. You know, like I wouldn't overdo it in anything. I wouldn't overdo it in a smoothie. I wouldn't overdo it in a salad. So I would stay light on that. But either way, you know, you want to utilize um, something that has that much. Uh, that much uh, superfood power with the vitamins and minerals and all that in it. So mm-hmm. you, know, you got to utilize that. I um, try to buy a bunch a week um, and, and sprinkle it into your different meals. Uh, it's a good practice to get into. Right. And the other vegetable that is a superfood um, is broccoli. It helps reduce inflammation and oxidative stress, which is, you know, related, you know, highly related to, um, you know, uh, cancer. It promotes detoxification and it's vitamin and nutrient dense, just like kale. It includes uh, many phytochemicals, antioxidants, minerals, fibers, vitamin C, A, B, T, B2, B6, K, folic acid, magnesium, potassium, and omega-3. So it is loaded to the hilt with um, good quality uh, nutrients. Yeah, and a lot of people will start sticking up their nose when you say broccoli or they'll say, oh, my kids aren't going to eat broccoli, you know, forget about it. Um, but if you steam broccoli and you put a lot of grass-fed butter in there, it it tastes really good. Um, just load it up with grass-fed butter, a little sea salt, maybe a little garlic, um, just to taste, and you'll be surprised. Um, it, it tastes really good that way. Now, I can't say that you're going to, like, throw broccoli in a smoothie or anything, but, um, you know, what are some ways, I mean, besides steaming it, is that pretty much... Yeah, I mean, you can chop it up and use it to eat with hummus. You can make a... uh, Which makes a great snack during the day, actually. mm -hmm. So then you got your protein and you got your vegetable there as well. Um, If you can handle dairy, you can make a, a nice organic... Uh, dill dip out of sour cream and um, I think Simple Simple Valley Organics makes a uh, dill dip mix that you can make with sour cream real easy to throw together and you can you know snack on that with broccoli or celery care, care you know that sort of thing so you yeah. eat it raw as well yeah so once again you can bring that as a great snack throughout the day so as far as vegetables go broccoli and kale with kale being kind of the kingpin of the vegetable section those are your two superfoods you're going to want to focus on with the vegetables and once again these superfoods are going to give you a higher amount of energy they're going to give you all day energy when you're consuming them and they're loaded with the vitamins and minerals that are necessary for your body to have i mean i do lab testing on so many people that have a lack of um of the proper vitamins and minerals in their diet. Um, their their nutrient scores come back and they're just lacking nutrients at every level. So, you know, why not grab these foods that are so nutrient dense and so that you don't end up in that position because 
all of these nutrients perform a very vital process in the body, whether it's making hormones and making your brain function right. Um, you know, it, it, they all serve a huge, huge purpose. So you want to make sure that you have the proper nutrient levels in your body because that's when things don't, they, they start not working properly. And, um, and then, of course, that can lead to disease and so many other uh, illnesses. We all know that, like, with the lack of vitamin C, you're going to get scurvy, right? That's what happened to the pirates. Well, that's just an example. Uh, um, and so if you lack vitamin A, you'll go blind, and the list goes on and on. So we want to make sure that you're just, you know, packing your, um, your system with good nutrients. And fatty acids and probiotics and fiber and all of these different things. And now the last thing in our, cat- our last court category that we have here is fats. And so we're going to go through these fats here. And um, in the list of fats, we're going to discuss uh, avocados, coconut, grass-fed dairy, and some different seeds you can use. So let's go ahead and start with avocados because avocados are um, really, really awesome when it comes to fat. I'm not going to call them the kingpin because I think that we're going to leave that to the coconut when it comes to um, utilizing uh, fats, but avocados are really, really awesome. They're loaded with uh, loaded with good quality fats, and you know they're easy to take on the road with you. They're easy to throw in different meals, and they're really easy to utilize. So that's why we really love the av- avocado. Um, you know, it's it's it's. Um, I mean, they're high in antioxidants. They. Um provide a ton of phytonutrients. They really help to stabilize your blood sugar. And we talked about having a stable blood sugar helps to have proper brain function and you're not crashing um, energy levels. You know, it helps you maintain that energy level, which is really important throughout the day, um, especially if you are, you know, on the job and you need to be performing all day long. So um, those are some of the real crucial benefits there. Um they also have a lot of electrolytes, magnesium, potassium, those sorts of things. Uh, one of the ways I start my morning off, I'll put maybe a half of an avocado in a smoothie. I <clears throat> I do enjoy that. It helps to make it a little thicker. Or I'll slice it, put it over eggs. I will sometimes, if I'm really in a hurry, just uh, crack it open, sprinkle a little sea salt on there, and eat it with a spoon. <clears throat> so a variety of ways to eat it there. Everybody knows about guacamole and no need to be said there. Um... But you can put it on top of your meats, on top of your salads. Um, really, in any dish, you can throw a little bit of avocado on top, and it really just adds a lot of a lot of fats. Right. And when we are looking at these different fats here, like I had mentioned previously, that our nervous system, our brain, and our cells, and our spinal cord, and all these things, these are made up of 70% plus fat. So we need to feed our body fat. If we're not, if we're not um, feeding our body the proper amount of fats, and we can't expect our brains to work, and we can't expect all these, uh, our whole nervous system to function properly, because you're not giving it the proper nutrients that it needs to even rebuild or even operate on a daily basis. So that's avocados. Let's talk about coconut. So coconut, like I said, I, I kind of referred to it as the uh, the kingpin because you know coconuts. Not only do you have the coconut itself, but there's so many different like byproducts that come from it. Um, now let's just talk about some of the benefits of coconut. Coconut is a powerful fat burner. It improves your digestion. Um, it's uh, it can help rid your body of parasites. It boosts your immune systems. Lowers your cholesterol. And then of course you know it, it just like I said, the byproducts that you have from it, you have the coconut water, you have the coconut milk, you have the coconut chips. 
um, that you can eat. And all these things are just, you know, have a massive benefit uh, for you and are just loaded and packed with nutrients. Yeah, so I mean, if you're going to the gym, instead of getting a Gatorade, bring the coconut water. It's basically nature's sports drink. Um, the same electrolytes that are found in the body are in coconut water, so it's a great way to replenish those electrolytes. Um, coconut milk, make sure you grab the unsweetened variety. Um, you can use it in a can or you can use it in the carton, whatever you choose. Coconut oil, if you're going to be cooking anything, cook it in coconut oil. It has a very high heat tolerance and... Um, that's really what you want to be using um, to cook in. You don't want to be cooking in olive oil, although olive oil is a great fat, it gets denatured quickly at high heat. So coconut oil is the one to choose. If you're using any sort of lotions, potions on your skin, switch it to coconut oil. Um, your skin is your body's largest organ, so if you're whatever you're putting on your skin is absorbing into your body, um, you want to be putting something that's pure, and coconut oil is great, smells good too. And next on our list is grass-fed dairy. Grass-fed dairy um, is a great superfood that's loaded with good quality fats. And, and the reason we're, I'm being very specific about it being grass-fed is because uh, just like when we talked about your grass-fed beef, you, know, you want the good quality, not the low quality. Uh, it, once again, it comes down to you, are you putting fuel in your body like it's a Ferrari or a Honda Civic? And so... Um, and nothing against the Honda Civic people out there, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm just trying to make a point there. However, you know the grass-fed dairy is the same thing. The the fat ratios are different. The quality, the amount of nutrients there, very very different things. Um, when you look at the grass-fed version and just the regular old Walmart version. Mm -hmm, absolutely. Um, for instance, the grass-fed butter has six times more nutrients in grass-fed butter than it does in your conventional commercially raised butter from a commercially raised cow. So CLA is conjugated linoleic acid and it is a very powerful anti-carcinogenic agent. Um, there's tons of research backing up how CLA is um, linked to cancer cell uh, to help reduce cancer cell formation. So CLA is really awesome. It's also rich in butyrate, which helps reduce stress in the intestines, healing leaky gut, that sort of thing. So grass-fed butter, if you can handle dairy, um, if, you're not, if you don't have a dairy sensitivity, load up on grass-fed butter, put it in your coffee, put it on your, on your um, steamed vegetables, really um, make sure that's a, a prominent part of your diet. If you can't handle butter, use clarified ghee. Um, that's a, uh, it's, it's clarified butter is what ghee is. Again, you want to look for an organic from grass-fed cows. Um, another great way to get in those good fats. Uh, other grass-fed dairy products include yogurt. Make sure you're looking at your yogurt and it's not, ha doesn't have any added sugar. Um, choose the, the plain and if you really need a little bit of sweetness, add some berries for like a parfait, that sort of thing. Um, cheeses, um, those are all really great ways to get some grass-fed dairy into your diet. Right. And the last thing that is on our list is seeds. And so when I think of, uh, you know, um, seeds that are superfoods that are great fats, I'm thinking of chia seeds, flax seeds, um, and pumpkin seeds. You know, they're high in fiber. They provide a lot of energy and endurance. Um, they work as a natural laxative. They're rich in vitamin A, D, and K. Um, rich in omega-3s and antioxidants, and they also counter inflammation almost like the turmeric does. Maybe not to quite the extent because turmeric is a powerful anti-inflammatory spice. However, um, 
they do help with uh, anaf- um, um, inflammation and they also support the detoxification process in the body. So those are some really good seeds. And now pumpkin seeds, you could just grab those and you know you could cook those and and eat them all day long. They make a really great snack. Chia seeds are great for um, throwing in a smoothie and there's um, and then there's there's a lot of other ways you can utilize them as mm-hmm, well. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Um, you can put them in your parfaits. You can put them in um, muffins. You can put them on your salads. Really just chia seeds are great. Flax seeds as well. Um, there's both ground and then whole. You can use whole flax seeds, make your own granola with these different kinds of seeds and and almonds. I have a really great recipe for that in the cookbook. Um, But ground flax, you can put it in your meatballs. You can put it in um, a lot of different things and just kind of hide it in there. It just helps to thicken things. If you can't handle eggs, you can um, put uh, three tablespoons of water to one tablespoon of flax and use that for your pancakes or whatever you're making that day. So um, a lot of really great ways to use these things and uh, we'd love to help you out. If you have questions, make sure that you're either um, posting those below, reaching us out on Facebook, um, going to newvisionexcel.com, you know, posting there. We'd love to help you out and answer any questions that you may have about these superfoods. Right, and so this is how you're going to become superhuman using superfoods. You're going to utilize these superfoods that we talked in these four categories. Um, you know, we talked about your proteins, your your spices and antioxidants, your vegetables and your fats. So we pretty much covered it all. So if you start putting some of these into your diet, you're going to start feeling better. And um, once again, these are the fuel that you are utilizing as an uh, energy source uh, every day. So go ahead and start utilizing these, and we look forward to. Helping helping you in the future with more ideas on how to become superhuman and have a energy-packed day. Until next time, make it a great day. If you want more information to multiply your health and simplify your lifestyle, visit our website at excelpodcast.com. Until next time, have an outstanding day.